Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, welcome, friends. Monday, News Radio 930 WBEN. Good to be with you on this uh, yeah, kind of gloomy Monday. But uh, these things happen. It's February. It's Buffalo. And uh, sometimes it gets gloomy. Uh, Josh Schmidt is at Master Control. He is never gloomy, especially not now because he had a chance to see the Globetrotters. So he is very, very happy. And actually... Very exciting morning. Very exciting morning. Had a call from a friend. Yes, a friend. You know, that guy. You've got that guy, too. Um, And he said, Tom, found some good seats for Billy Joel. And they were actually reasonably priced. When I say reasonably priced, I mean six to seven hundred dollars per ticket. Now, you're saying that's not reasonable, but when you go online to the Falls View site, um, some of these seats are selling for like $1,400, and that is per ticket. But alas, it has been decided, it has been decreed, and not by me, uh, that we are not going to Billy Joel. So if you do go to Billy Joel, would you please just think of me for a split second, especially if he starts off with Anthony's song, Moving Out, like he did when he played the stadium. Uh, not all that long ago. So anyway, I um, just want to double check one quick thing here. Uh, I'm going to try. I, I got to remember to shut the phone off because that was kind of embarrassing last week when it went off and I'm in the middle of the show. Uh, oh, oh, ha- have you ever had this happen? Um, I'm sure you have. have. Have you ever had the panic wake up where you think you are running incredibly late? Yeah, that happened to me today. Now, I didn't get a lot of sleep in Saturday into Sunday, and I wish I could tell you that it was some awesome story, but it really wasn't. I was just, I was busy writing. I do my best writing at night. So uh, anyway, I had to make up for it last night. So set the alarm before going to bed, and uh, there I am, sound asleep. The earthquake comes and goes, and I'm absolutely clueless to it. Clueless about a lot of things, actually. But I'm actually clueless to it. And the alarm goes off, and I look at the cell phone clock, and I think it says 1.58. In other words, I have exactly 10 minutes to get into work, which is not going to happen. I'm not going to drive like that. So I am freaking. I am thinking to myself, how do I tell Wenger that I'm going to be late for a show that starts at 2 o'clock because I overslept? And then... uh, Going into the kitchen, fortunately, the error was realized, 
It was um, 11.58 a.m. Yeah. But I'm sure that's happened to you, and I'm sure you've got stories. But is there anything more gut-wrenching than having to be at work and waking up like two minutes before you're supposed to be there? <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, 208, believe me, 208 is uh, is pushing it. You don't want to come in at 208 for a show like this. So anyway, uh, good to be with you. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, absolutely splendid weekend for your humble host. And it was capped off last night. Uh, we Do you like Indian food? How many people are into Indian food? Okay, in, you, you like Indian food. If you know anybody who is uh, rooted in the Indian subcontinent, you know, they, they smell like curry um, because, you know, like, Italians eat a lot of garlic, so they smell very garlicky. Like, if I eat, I love garlic. I love garlic, but people around me, they always know when I eat. It, it oozes out of every pore of my body. Um, and, and it's the same thing with, with Indian food. I probably smell like curry today, but I love that smell. I mean, David Bellavia is talking about waking up to some Indian song on his cell phone every day at the exact moment as I was enjoying leftovers from last night's repast. We had, I don't know, six or seven people, and we went to this Indian restaurant in Buffalo, and the food was absolutely out of this world, but the best part about the dinner, I gotta tell you this, best part about the dinner was we shared off of each other's plates. Now, we weren't swapping spit, don't go down that road, but everybody got something different. So we all sampled what the other person had. And let me just say this, as far as Indian food is concerned, that if you've always wanted to try it, but you're always scared of going because you don't know what you're going to end up with, one of the best ways to figure out what you like with Indian food is to go to one of the lunch buffets and then make notes of what you liked and what you didn't like. And then you can open up a new door on your culinary horizon for the rest of your life. Um, I would love to go to India someday. I I would absolutely love it. Uh, be very careful what I drank. But India, to me, would be an awesome trip. Italy would be great, too. Sicily, Germany would be cool. Supposed to do that, but something came up and not very happy about that. But uh, I- Indian food, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Literally, I could eat it every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There is no end to my enjoyment of curry. I can't even, it's almost as good as my enjoyment of garlic, which is uh, profound. You ever make yourself, look, I know eggs are roughly the cost of a Cadillac right now, but um, you ever make yourself scrambled eggs? Okay, if you are of Italian descent, you've got to be going along with me on this. Scrambled eggs and you put a bunch of cloves of garlic into the scrambled eggs, and you cook them up. Oh, scrambled eggs and garlic, I don't think there's anything quite like it. But there is something else that you might not think of for an omelet, in addition to garlic, which is omnipresent, but uh, spinach omelets. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what your cholesterol is, I haven't decided if this week science says eggs are good for you or eggs are bad for you, but if you ever do an omelet, just get spinach on it. It 
is one of the greatest treats in life. In fact, when we went to Florida back in September, um, every day I would start off with an omelet absolutely pouring out spinach. Just spinach, 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 spinach. So uh, Booker bought me a Popeye shirt because <laughs> I eat so much spinach. But anyway, <laughs> I have to laugh about that. I hope, <coughs> pardon me, I, this thing is still with me. Uh, feel absolutely fine. Don't worry about it. Just one of what one of those things that just comes up and laugh. But anyway, I thought that we might talk about the earthquake today. Happened about six fifteen in the morning, ladies and gentlemen. On any given day, at any given time, the world's worst earthquake could hit, and that is a geologic truth as taught to many of us who went to UB, uh, who took classes with Dr. Charles Ebert uh, from many years ago. And Dr. Ebert was an interesting man because he spoke with a very heavy German accent. He, he sounded like grandma. But the fact of the matter is, Charles Ebert didn't speak a word of German. But he didn't really talk about it a lot, but I presume that his parents were right off the boat from Germany, and the way he learned English was through his parents, who spoke with a very heavy German accent. So it was always fun talking to Dr. Ebert, realizing this, this isn't a foreign accent. This is actually how he talks. And you might know people like that in your own life who were brought up by parents who were, quote-unquote, right off the boat and uh, for whatever reason, they've got an Italian accent or a Spanish accent or, or, or something like that. Um, accents and, and, and verbiage are very, very interesting fields. But uh, we had an earthquake today, and this was not a severe earthquake. Thank God. Buildings did not come toppling down. Did you feel or hear the earthquake? And one of the things about earthquakes that surprises a lot of people is the sound that it makes. When you hear an earthquake, you think there has just been an explosion. And a lot of people uh, mention that to David Bellavia today. Uh, a lot of people here mention it, the sound of the earthquake. And it, it, it brings back, oh, by the way, the phone number, uh, what were you doing during the earthquake of 2023? What were you doing during the earthquake? Did it wake you up? Did you sleep right through it? Um, if you were awake, what was it like? And I'll, I'll tell you that uh, the phone number is 803 0930. That's 803 0930. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1 800 616 WBEN. What were you doing during the earthquake? And I have to ask did anything get damaged in your house? Any of your knickknacks? Not to mention paddy wax, which we talked about last week, but knickknacks in the home. Anything on a shelf come toppling down? Just curious. My, my uh, Sinclair plastic dinosaurs did not get taken down by the earthquake of 23. But uh, I, I kind of feel cheated because, ladies and gentlemen, with the exception of the Caribbean, I always miss out on earthquakes. And I mentioned with David, I think it was Antigua and there was a nearby island that was going through some tumultuous seismic activity. So I've felt earthquakes, but I just not the ones around here. 
and uh, this was uh, this was one of the most severe uh, in in decades. But getting back to the sound, talking to Tim Wenger before I came on the air today, back in the 1990s when uh, the radio station, the old GR, was on Franklin Street, we got reports of shaking in the ground and a loud boom. Now, originally, the local seismograph people said, we don't have anything on the seismograph. So that left us with an interesting situation. Hundreds, thousands of people heard a boom. Thousands of people felt shaking. But if the seismograph didn't go off, what was it? And I was thinking, well, I wonder if maybe a meteorite could have broken apart in the atmosphere and made a loud noise. It's happened before, a place called Tunguska in, uh, in, in Russia. Boy, I got mocked for that, I think unfairly, because the available data that I had, all I can do is work with the available data, and then only later did the people uh, in charge of the seismograph say, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it did register. It was an earthquake, which, of course, is the most logical explanation. Uh, let's go to Anne-Marie in Chictawaga. Anne-Marie Love, welcome to the program starting off the week. Thank you. Thank you. I'm um, from South Chictawaga. And I was in bed sleeping, and it shook the bed, and it woke me up. I went screaming. I didn't know somebody hit our house. My husband ran to the basement. He thought our furnace or our hot water tank blew up because that's the sound that it made. It scared the living daylights out of us. I never experienced anything like that before. Can, can you describe the sound? Was it like thunder, or was it like a 4th of July Independence Day explosion? No, it was it was worse. Than, it was like that explosion we had on my like in the eighties or early eighties when that we had that explosion. That's what it sounded like. It you mean you mean like, the propane the propane explosion? The propane yeah. explosion. Yes, horrible. And that's exactly how it sounded. I was like, oh my god! Either it, it was just horrifying. Yeah, it was like that expo- uh, propane explosion. That's the way it sounded. Wow. And, and yeah. were were you okay? So you were sleeping, and it woke you up. Yeah. Do you happen yeah. to have any pets? And David talked about this a little bit, but do you have any any pets in the house? Yes, we have a six year old Jack Russell Beagle mix. Okay, now, um, but did, did the dog act a little bit queerly last night? No, no, she was fine. I mean, it was like she just acted her normal self, and so when it happened. She sort of ran around the house, and she was looking for her daddy because she's a daddy's girl. <laughs> and once she saw daddy, she ran up to him, and he hugged her and, and said she's a good girl, and she was fine. But, no, she didn't act queer or anything last night. No, because uh, they, they say, and I'm sure you've heard this, I'm sure everybody's heard this, that animals seem to have some sixth sense for knowing of an impending earthquake. Like, some dogs are seizure dogs. They can tell by the odor a person gives off that they're about to have uh, an epileptic fit or something. And it is thought that some animals have um, an extra, uh, I guess, connection to the earth and can almost be anticipatory when it comes to earthquakes, but your Jack Russell Terrier let you down. Yes, she did. But you know what? She 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 was severely she surprised us because when we first got her, she was a rescue dog. She's a beautiful dog, and she was very timid. I want I'm surprised it didn't scare her because when we got her, every little sound like if I dropped something, she jumped and she she'd just go she'd freak out. 
and we were surprised that this didn't do this to her. Well, you've given her a great home. She is, you know, she knows that she's loved, so she's probably not as skittish and as antsy as she was. But I'll tell you something. Um, I know of a dog, a Cavapoo, who is chicken little, Uh and there are certain carpets or certain surfaces on which she will not walk. She will walk backward. She will go backward. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, It's a very smart dog, too. Uh, thank you kindly, right. Anne-Marie. Uh, You're welcome. You're right. welcome. So if, if it was so loud that Anne-Marie thought her furnace had exploded, that's uh, significant. Uh, Josh, did you, uh, after the break, I want you to tell us about your earthquake experience. And I want to hear from you guys out there out there in Radio Land, uh, your earthquake experience. And uh, please don't be disappointed in me. But I am a heavy sleeper, and it takes a lot to wake me up. But somehow, every Thursday morning, the garbage trucks manage to do it. Yeah, somehow they manage to wake me up. And and somehow, when the 7 a.m. chainsaw guys come for a tree, that will wake me up every time. Earthquake? No way. I think it has to do with the frequency, maybe. Uh, As in the, the, the sound wave, not the... Uh, how often something happens. All right, it is uh, 226 at News Radio 930 WBEN. I can't wait to hear your earthquake stories. Did your animals act a little bit strange? Did uh, anything get damaged? And how many times has the meme been on Facebook today with the toppled garden chair and the results of the Buffalo earthquake of 23? Because every time we get an earthquake, somebody puts that meme up and, you know, people chuckle about it. But, you know, earthquakes, seriously, they're, they're nothing to really laugh about. Ask the people in Turkey today. And this was not connected in any way, shape, or form to the situation in Turkey. The fact is, every day on this earth, there are hundreds, maybe thousands of earthquakes. We never know about them, and there's an obvious reason. 75% of the Earth's surface is water. And, uh, you know, you don't really usually build a condo in the water. Uh, But anyway, sometimes they can trigger seismic sea waves or tsunamis. But, uh, yeah, the the idea that, uh, you know, that uh, this is the signaling of the end of days, I I think you can put that one away because uh, this, this, this world sees earthquakes each and every day. And it's just that we don't feel much. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Most of them because they're in the ocean. Welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So we had an earthquake this morning about 6.15, and I want to know what happened at your household. Did you know right away that it was an earthquake? Was it that obvious to you? Um, and, and the one thing that uh, I found in the Caribbean, and again, it might have been Antigua, but I'm not 100% on that, is even though I'd never really experienced an earthquake before, the minute it happened, it was like, oh, that was an earthquake. Now, there was no boom to mine uh, in the Caribbean. Um, all of our earthquakes here in Buffalo, I've missed out on, and I really feel like I've let you down by not being awake at 6.15. Let's go to Eric in uh, Buffalo on WBEN. Eric, the uh, earthquake of 2022, what's your story, sir? What a morning. Thanks, Tom. Uh, um, first of all, my alarm was set for 6.15, and I'd set it to, I know you're a music fan, to wake to uh, ACDC Back in Black. Well, it certainly so, beats the hell out of Bellavia's ringtone, I'll say that much. <laughs> then again, goat flatulence would beat Bellavia's ringtone. <laughs> kind of worried about him. Well, um, you know, as the song was starting to rock, all of a sudden I heard the same boom everyone's describing. First thought it was like a bookshelf upstairs or somebody because it was rattling and then the bed was rattling. And first thoughts were a tree fell in the house or a, a truck hit the house and uh, got dressed in about five seconds to run outside, see what was going on. Um, neighbor was outside. We quickly realized that uh, um, it wasn't just our houses and didn't know if it was you know, gas main or a transformer. The interesting thing was is we have, I live in West Allentown kind of area, and we have a bunch of feral cats running around. Usually I'll see one or two, but there was eight cats out in the streets and sidewalks uh, running around, obviously wondering what was going on. And a couple of uh, seconds later, a skunk crosses the road and whatnot. <laughs> so the animals were certainly active, but, uh, I'll never listen to, uh, back in black ever quite the same again. It was, it was, uh, quite astounding. Uh, I would imagine now, um, you know, you, you mentioned the feral cats. Have you been in touch at all with the uh, feral cat focus, uh, volunteer organization that will trap spay and neuter them? 
We a good question. We actually I, I've seen some volunteers that run around trying to you know find them and whatnot, and and the city has helped with uh, skunks, you know, trying to trap them and such. But um, they were all out uh, far away from the houses as we were for a few seconds after that uh, 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 wake up call. I was quite awake after after uh, were you shaking? Just there's there's no shame in this at all. Were you scared at all? Um, it wasn't, well, it wasn't so much scared as far as other than wondering if the house itself was damaged and falling, but it, like everyone said, it's been, it was about two, three seconds, right. And then it stopped. Um, so I didn't see, uh, you know, anything falling anywhere else or, or walls falling in, but, uh, it was serious and I certainly felt like I needed to get out of the house. So I guess you could say that was. Darn. That was fear. Any uh, any pictures uh, on the wall come down? Anything on a shelf get knocked over? No, no. I, I, I thought I heard some things falling off. I haven't checked my closets, but uh, it, it was a considerable amount of movement for that two or three seconds. Well, sure. that's what she said, sir. Um, <laughs> I, I thank you very much for the call, and I'm glad you survived. Yep, thank you, Tom. Uh, thank you kindly. Yeah. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, by the way, if you have security camera footage of this morning's earthquake, would you be so kind as to send it to newsroom at WBEN.com? Security camera footage of the earthquake today, send it to newsroom at WBEN.com. And yes, I am blatantly stealing the idea from WIVB.com, Channel 4, so. I ain't going to lie. That's, they they gave me the idea, and I thought, that's a good idea. So thank you, Channel 4. I am ripping off your idea. Um, I'm not stealing your story. I'm simply stealing the idea. We'll execute it ourselves. Um, anyway, well, we've got a good relationship with Channel 4. We're not going to worry about that. Here is uh, Dave in West Seneca. Dave, you're a survivor. And how long before the T-shirts come out, I survived the earthquake of 23? <laughs> Hi, Tom. Yes, yeah, sir. I know. I got to tell. I haven't told the the rest of my family yet, but um, um, yeah, I was dead dead asleep. I live in a, uh, a three bedroom upstairs in a full basement, and um, I was woke up out of a dead sleep. I'm a good sleeper, and the whole bed was shaking. And the way I would describe it for people would be: uh, I've never felt anything like that before. If I have a, a large kitchen table, it's probably seats twelve people. Wooden. If you had wooden legs, well, wooden legs on this with no glides or anything, and you stuck that out on a, a concrete uh, floor, and I got on it, and you dragged it across the floor, and it vibrated. Like that's the kind of vibration it felt to me. Like that's what it felt like. It was just uh, hmm. incredible. And I, the first thing that raced through my mind was some kind of huge truck and then uh, um uh, you know something a tree but all that stuff just kind of canceled out it didn't seem like that and then i thought earthquake that was the third thing that came to my mind but it was like in a split second you know 
But uh, you you painted a very vivid description of the earthquake of did I say 2022 before? Sorry, I'm so used to saying blizzard. I'm so used to saying blizzard of 22 that I gotta ingrain in my neural pathways the earthquake yeah. of 23. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, but well, that's true. But anyway, the description you painted uh, of like the feeling of maybe a giant yeah. truck or even a tank rumbling down your street that that sums right, it up. Right. Yes. Now, I looked out my window, and, and I saw uh, a bunch of deer back there. They're usually bedded down. You can see the silhouettes. They look like uh, manger pictures out there. And they were all standing. So um, it, it must have woke, got them up on their feet, for sure. So this is interesting. We've heard about uh, we've heard about feral cats and a skunk, astonished. Usually uh, skunks are nocturnal animals, very docile right. creatures, just don't approach them. Uh, but now you're telling me that the uh, the deer were also in uh, a state of uh, some excitement. Yes, yeah, it, it appeared to me they were all standing back there. They're usually bedded down at that time of the morning. Yep, uh, yeah, they've got their favorite place to sleep, just like you do, sir. <laughs> uh, right. Excellent you, description. Tom. Yeah, excellent description. Uh, if you have pets. Did your pets act differently? Did uh, did you notice the wildlife in your uh, area acting differently? Uh, we have a lot of wildlife in western New York. Um, you know, I live in, in the village, and we've got more deer sometimes, I think, than people. But we've also got foxes. Uh, we've got... Uh, <laughs> Cougars, <laughs> maybe a different kind though. Uh, you know, we've we've got uh, fox, uh, we've got deer, obviously hare, H A R E, um, snakes, you name it. And we've got wildlife all over the place in uh, Western New York. I wonder if you noticed uh, your local wildlife a little bit confused. Deer usually, but not always, wait until nighttime before they come out. Uh, except in Williamsville, where they basically own the village, so they just walk up the sidewalk, wish you hello, and go on their merry way doing deer stuff. Uh, let's get back to the calls. Your earthquake of 2023 stories, and I do apologize for saying 2022. It's just I'm so used to saying blizzard of 22 that my brain hasn't caught up to 2023 yet. Um, it's you know just one of those. Well, come on. How many of you have written a check this year? And you put 22 instead of 23. Huh? Uh, let's go to Gene in uh, Clarence Center on WBEN. Hello, Gene. Hi, Tom. How are you today? Oh, it's a beautiful day, sir. And it's even a Monday. Good. Well, I'm calling from Clarence Center. Um, I'm actually a geologist by trade. Um, but I did not realize it was an earthquake initially. Uh, I was on my couch in my living room sleeping. And uh, the, uh, the tremor woke me up. My cat was there, didn't act weird or anything like that. <laughs> but the first thing I thought was it was my furnace because I was having some furnace problems. As a matter of fact, the repairman's coming today. So I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, my furnace blew up. So I ran down the basement, and my son walked out of his room, and I said, did you hear that? And he said, yeah. And he goes, what was that? And I go, I don't know. It might have been the furnace. So I looked, and it wasn't the furnace. So then – um, somebody texted him, one of his friends, and said, hey, did you feel that? And, you know, and he was a couple blocks away. So then I'm thinking, uh-oh, this is bad. And then well, I live about 10 houses from where the plane went down in oh. 2007. So I'm thinking, don't tell me another plane went down. Because that's what it sounded like. It, the whole house shook. It sounded like a plow truck went by my house, two feet from my house at about 50 miles an hour, because everything just rattled. Mm. 
And so I'm thinking, oh, my God, a plane went down. And then I'm thinking, also, I live about two blocks from the uh, gypsum mines. And yep. I'm like, oh, maybe I hope the mines didn't collapse. And then, of course, he turned the radio on and heard everything. So it was just just eerie. Well, you know, just out of curiosity, uh, you lived near the mine. I used to have an office at Harris Hill and Worley, and it seems to me, and I, I th- maybe this is a false memory, I'm not sure, but every now and again, did, don't they use dynamite to break things loose? Oh, yeah, there's, there's the quarry over there. Yeah, I mean... Every, every day at noon... I believe they detonate, and you can you can feel that too. Okay, yeah, I, I thought so. I thought that was one of my memories from 30, uh, 35 years ago. But uh, it's it's very interesting. Now, would you also say the duration of what you felt was like two, maybe three seconds, somewhere in there? Yeah, it wasn't long. It was long enough to wake me up and to still experience the shaking. Um, but you know, yeah, it was just a couple seconds. But it was. It was, like I said, it was long enough to wake me up, fully wake me up and say, what was that? Darn. Darn. Uh, any yeah. Anything else that you're going to remember from the earthquake of 23? Well, I, I have an ice rink out back, and I was thinking, wow, I wonder if it cracked the ice. And I went out there, and it, it wasn't cracked, so I was a little disappointed about that. Well, you should be okay. happy that it didn't crack the ice. You shouldn't talk about ice rinks on the show because Josh uh, will be over with his skates and his stick any second now. Yeah, not with this weather. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I, I, I've had it set up for about two months now. We've got one weekend of skating. That's it. Boy. All right. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate the call. Sure, no problem. Thanks. Right. How many of you had uh, your mom or dad set up an ice rink in the backyard, put the polyethylene down, fill it with water, you use the snow as kind of to hold it down, and then how many of you, sh- well, shooting the puck, took out a lot of basement windows? Yeah, I think we all did. Let's get back to the calls. The Earthquake of 23, your stories. And, yes, I am aware it is 2023. Uh, but uh, the brain has to form the correct neural pathways, and then I'll, you know, I won't say 22 again. Uh, let's go to uh, Mary in uh, Chictawaga. Just, I, I don't mean to keep bringing this up, but we're so used to saying blizzard of 22 that uh, I, I'm having a hard time with 23 for some reason. 23 and me do not get along. Uh, you're on WBEN, Mary. Welcome. Welcome. Well, my story is I was making breakfast, at 6.15, and all of a sudden, I hear this rumbling noise, and it sounds like my my building's coming down, the brick. That's what it sounded like. And the shaking, I could feel the shaking by the refrigerator, and the whole house, the whole, the whole apartment was shaking. I was like, what is it? Because I lived near the airport. At first, I thought an airplane crashed, and then I thought my closet collapsed. Because I have a lot of clothes in my closet, so I thought it crashed. Because it has a few times. So you mean the the was, weight the weight on the uh, of the hangers yes. brings the bar down? <laughs> yes, yeah. that's what I thought it was. And then I realized it was a, an earthquake because I could feel everything. My body was shaking. It, I, I couldn't believe, and I really realized then it was an earthquake. I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. It was uh, amazing. But, but Mary, this, uh, I mean, you don't exactly sound like a 15-year-old. I'm not saying you sound no. like a 200-year-old, but <laughs> you have you have lived through a few earthquakes. Yes, I have. I have. But this one was the biggest one I've ever lived through. Mm-hmm. 
And, and you know, so it was something for me because I remember when I was younger, um, you know, there was a few smaller ones that I felt, but nothing like this. This, I mean, I've never felt anything to realize that it was an earthquake and really to upset me when it happened. You well, know, I. You say upset. Could you describe your emotions? Yeah, it was so scary because I felt like my building was coming down. That's what I felt. And I was shaking, you know, like my body was shaking, you know, and I just, mm. it felt so weird. And my husband gets out of bed and he says, I think an airplane crashed. And I said, no, I think it was an earthquake. So we both figured, you know, I was right. <laughs> well, uh, and I'm sure that uh, if I understand women correctly, uh, you will remind your husband more than once in the course of the next month that you were, in fact, correct. And he was, in fact, wrong. You're right. You got that right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even when you're wrong, if he's smart, he's going to say you're right. But I, yeah, I'm sorry you that got you that right. <laughs> I'm sorry that you went through the trepidation of uh, that that you did. Um, and we're not terribly used to earthquakes around here. California. Huh, it's funny. Uh, Mrs. Nerd has family in California, so she huh? called them to say we just had an earthquake and said what 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 was the magnitude. And the people in California said, you actually called to tell us that? <laughs> That's how used to earthquakes they are. Yeah. It's not my fault. It's San Andreas' fault. Uh, anyway, yeah. thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Oh, thank you. Glad you, you have were... a good day. I shall. Thank you. I'm glad okay. everybody's alive and well. Anybody have any pictures come off the wall? I got a lot of pictures on my walls, a lot of paintings and, and stuff like that, memorabilia kind of stuff. Not tacky memorabilia, well, except for the plastic dinosaurs, but they're not hanging on the wall. But uh, And your pets and your local wildlife, uh, did they act in any peculiar way? Uh, there was an earthquake uh, back... Oh boy, hey! Somewhere in the somewhere in the mid to late nineties, and I do remember I had two cats at that time, Candy and Cuddles. <clears throat> one would sleep on one side, the other would sleep on the other side, and right before the earthquake hit, they got a little bit antsy. And then it hit. And I looked up, and I saw the chandelier over the bed swaying back and forth. I knew exactly what it was, got to the radio, turned on Sandy Beach, and listened to everybody calling in, uh, sharing their stories. Don't remember a big boom with that one. 803-0930, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Yeah, how many of you heard the boom? That's That, that surprises a lot of people with uh, earthquakes. Here is uh, Steve, cell phone. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. So I live on Indian Church right near the thruway. Oh, yeah. But not even maybe a half a mile from where they were saying it was centered on Steiner. And I heard the boom. And that's what woke me up. And then my headboard started rattling. And I was like, what the hell was that? And I immediately looked out the front window because I thought a car hit my house or a car hit my car. And I was like, I look at the clock and it was 6.15 and I just got up and got dressed and was looking around, didn't see nothing, and then I got in my car just before 6.30 and put the radio on and BEN, and, and Joe and Susan were already talking about it, and I was like, oh, well, that's what it was. But it, like I said, the, the boom is what actually woke me up, and then a couple of seconds after that is when the, you know, the rattling started, 
And it's kind of a funny thing because that's the most my bed has moved in years. Anyway. I knew that was coming. When you said headboard rattling, I knew you were going there. I think yeah, I love you. Truth be told. <laughs> All right. I, I'm 11 years old, basically, so I find that hilarious. Um, but you, 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 your mind went through the checklist, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, first thing I thought, somebody hit the house. And then I looked to see, make sure somebody didn't hit my car. And I didn't think, I mean, yeah, I did hear the boom, but I didn't think explosion or anything like that. I was just, I thought, you know, something hit something to hear for the way the the house was rattling as opposed to, you know, uh, an explosion somewhere or people were saying they thought maybe a plane had crashed or something like that, but... Yeah, or a tank or a big semi going down their uh, going down their street. Oh, gee, I just said semi after what you said. Okay, thanks for starting us off on that path. Uh, by the way, the boom that you hear when there's an earthquake, that uh, what those are, the, the booms are caused by uh, high-frequency vibrations. And generally, if you hear a boom, that means it is a relatively shallow earthquake. Well, they said it was only about a mile and a half down. Yep. Something like that. So, yeah, they said it was relatively shallow. Well, I'm, I'm still waiting for all of the official stuff to come out. I mean, they they usually modify things uh, after a day or two. They might change the magnitude of this, for example. Uh, you know, They might pinpoint better the exact epicenter of the earthquake. Uh, but, yeah, that, that boom thing can be very intimidating. Just out of curiosity, if that Chinese balloon had been in the air over Buffalo at the same time as we had the earthquake, what do you think people's reactions would have been? Oh, I'm sure they would have thought they probably just dropped some kind of tactical nuke. Yeah, it's it's really it's really weird. Well, thank you for telling your story of survival. No damage to anything? Not that I noticed. I won't be able to check until I get home from work. But at work, nothing fell or anything? No, and I work in a warehouse, so I'm sure that would have been noticed. And that was Warehouse, uh, W-A-R-E, just for those who might be confused. Uh, Thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate your story. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. You Uh, you are uh, basically taking part today in a community discussion. You are making history today uh, because someday in the future, People at the Buffalo Historical Society will come back and they'll listen to tapes or whatever storage medium happens to be the thing of today. And they're going to hear your voice 50, 100 years from now talking about the earthquake of 2023. Kind of cool. I'm only cool because nobody that we know of was injured or hurt. You know, I was thinking, too, though, what if you were doing a delicate eye surgery and the earthquake hit right then, that would be very problematical because uh, when you have a scar, uh, a peel done of a scar on your retina, that is a really intricate procedure. And I've seen the most calm, cool, and collected surgeons basically flip out if somebody breathes too heavy. That's how much concentration is required for that. True story. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.